0: Welcome to the Hobo Safe Camp virtual campfire. My name is Mark. I'll be your camp host tonight. Have a seat by the fire and let's catch up. It's been a a pretty wild month of intense energies. And if you haven't been feeling it, you may be a robot. You might want to look into that. Because for the rest of us, for a lot of us, we've been really struggling to keep our balance. But I think we're doing a good job we're making it work we're getting our bearings things are normalizing right if you tuned into for open lines with Holly and Mark on Thursday you probably noticed we weren't there uh, instead you heard the wise words of Robert Anton Wilson and the reason for this is that I like to keep my mouth shut during the period of the full moon it's just it's easier to bite my tongue than to do damage control later And I'm just trying to make life a little easier on myself. So instead, we broadcast a lecture that Robert Anton Wilson did back in 1986. And if you haven't listened to it yet, I really encourage you to go give it a listen. It's so relevant. It could have been given yesterday. And speaking of yesterday, by the time today is yesterday, and it's tomorrow, you'll be driving to work listening to the Monday Mixtape. And you're gonna love it. Uh, you're gonna love it because it's gonna be co-hosted uh, by Chloe. Chloe is the winner of the name, the Monday Music Show, and she came up with the name, the Monday Mixtape. So she's gonna be on. She's gonna be co-hosting. We're gonna be playing her playlist, and she's gonna be talking a little bit with us. So be sure to tune in tomorrow uh, at 7 a.m. That's Monday at 7 a.m. And if you can't tune in you can always listen back later. You could listen to it on your drive home from work if you can't get it on your drive, too. Just uh, follow us on SoundCloud and subscribe. Follow us and and just listen there. It's the easiest thing to do. Uh, If you tuned in last Monday, uh, you probably noticed I was replaying the Rosie copacetic listening party, and I really think it needs to be heard, so I hope if that was the first time you'd heard it, man, aren't they so great? And if it was the second time you'd heard it, man, aren't they so great? (laughs) It's so good. So cool. So Monday, but tomorrow it's all original content. We've got uh, Chloe joining us. Um, tonight's episode of the Hobo Safe Camp virtual campfire features Tessa Mercury and it originally aired on August 24th, 2016. And I wasn't gonna even play this episode tonight. I was gonna play actually the one that comes next in chronological order of episodes, which was Michael Mori, but I'm gonna play that one next time. I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna flip them, um, because I can, and I want to. I think it needs to happen, and I, I, I remember like two years ago, Tessa was giving us some really great advice on in this episode about preparing for a Mercury retrograde. And, and so since, we just, since Mercury just went retrograde the other day, I figured this is probably a pretty good episode to play. And now that I'm sitting here actually thinking about it, it probably would have been way more beneficial to have broadcast this episode a couple of weeks ago when this advice would have helped us better prepare for the energy of now. <laughs> but I didn't. So I don't know, maybe there's a reason for that. What if a couple of weeks ago my inability to recognize my ability to rearrange these episodes stopped me from making an overly obvious choice of sharing this before the Mercury went retrograde so that we can better understand how we're feeling right now right here. i blowing my own mind right now. I feel like a cross between Matrix Keanu Reeves and Bill and Ted's Keanu Reeves. It's like, whoa, whoa, man. Whatever the case, we're about to find out. But before we do, can we talk about the Mercury Retrograde for a minute? And I mean, just a minute, at at what point are we as a collective going to stop running around with our hands in the air, freaking out about retrogrades, or any astrological event? Aren't we all woke enough to start using this power, rather than continuing to give it power by giving it our words? I mean, can't we stop talking about it already? Start using what we know to shift on the surfboard and avoid wiping out. Can we? I mean, instead of talking about doing it, like, do it. I mean, my phone right now isn't glitching out because of the retrograde. My phone is glitching out right now because I have a shit ton of photos and a bunch of apps I don't use, and I'm too lazy to clean it out. Not to mention, I've dropped it a few times because I wasn't paying attention to the physical world, and I was looking at my phone, frankly. And the Mercury retrograde didn't do any of that. I did that. But what the Mercury retrograde does do is it fucks up our equilibrium. It knocks us off balance so we overreact to our electronics not working or when someone cuts us off in traffic. It's, it's our reactions that change, not all the annoyances. The annoyances are all the same. So we should stop giving it power. Realize that you're gonna overreact and adjust. Be conscious of it. It's a tool, it's not an excuse. You can be light years ahead of everyone if you just stop talking about the Mercury retrograde and start using what you know to avoid the pitfalls. It's the same as when we blame our shortcomings on our astrological signs, like when we say, it's just the Scorpio in me, or don't blame me, I'm Capricorn. Why are you telling people what your faults are? let people tell you who they are so you know who they are and where they're coming from don't offer up this information be a mystery you know and isn't being an enlightened being kinda like fight club the first rule of enlightenment is you don't talk about enlightenment you remove your ego from the conversation to say I am enlightened or woke or whatever it's kinda like calling yourself cool Cool people don't say they're cool, they just they're just cool. And enlightened people don't talk don't walk around throwing their enlightenment in other people's faces. They're cool about it. You just are enlightened. See, this is what happens when I open my mouth during periods of the full moon. I know I'm gonna look back and regret having said all of this. But for now, I'm not. I say it freely. Without guilt. Alright, well. <laughs> Open Lines is about putting multiple voices out into the universe, and I'm tired of hearing my own voice, so let's get started. It's time, don't you think? Friends, acquaintances, lurkers, family, it is with great honor that I present this episode to you. It sits very near to my heart, from the east coast of the United States, transmitted through space and time to the west coast of the United States and beamed back out into space and into your ears through this miraculous tin-can telephone known as the Internet that transmits across the fifth-dimension ethers. Ms. Tessa Mercury,
1: ramble on. I'm just a rambling hobo I ramble all along I'm just a rambling hobo. I ramble all alone. Ain't got no one to love me. No place to call my home. So I've been—I do direct support for individuals with disabilities. So that takes up a lot of my time, but it's very rewarding as someone who's kind of you know on the light worker path or on the An empathetic person you can gain a lot from seeing people who have real needs and and taking care of them but I also spend a lot of my time playing piano and lots and lots of research into astrology and I'm hoping that's what we're going to mostly talk about today is is astrology and how I, I call myself Tessa Mercury mainly because in my natal chart the sun is conjunct my Mercury And how that makes me feel very connected to Freddie Mercury and how I I sort of discovered that through an intuitive moment where his name just kind of came to me. And I just really discovered him as a person that I had so much to learn from as an artist, as someone who wants to share my creativity with other people. And how his life was cut short and how his, I feel, his soul is kind of asking me to reintroduce him to people. Especially this year is the 25th anniversary of him passing away from HIV and AIDS. And I'm hoping to bring a little light to his life because he, in such a short time, created so many beautiful works of art and and how we can really learn from that creativity and that expression of who he was in such little time and and how he is a household's name in a way but we don't really he doesn't you know everyone has an icon that they they kind of gravitate towards uh-huh. and it just so happens to be him for me and has it always
0: been that like how old were you when this light bulb went off
1: have was you always like,
0: listened to him or is it just I
1: I did always listen to him, definitely always listen to him. But it wasn't until about two years ago when a lot of major shifts were happening in my life. It was actually um, a lot was happening in Scorpio. And and it was during the sun was in Scorpio at the time. And in my natal chart, I have a lot of planets in there. I have Jupiter and I have my moon in Scorpio. So when it was on a new moon, actually, this is coming to me now. Which is good. <laughs> it was a new moon. I believe it was. Yeah, it was October 23rd, 2014. If anyone wants to look wow. up that needle chart, actually, you know what? That just yep. And if you want to look up that needle, that chart, it was so many planets were in Scorpio at the time, and and all of a sudden, as the sun came into Scorpio, when the moon was there, and there was a lunar eclipse and a solar eclipse, or a solar eclipse, excuse me, and um it's just all of a sudden it just like, it hit me like a ton of bricks that I, I had to look into his life. I had to learn more about how feminine he was in in the first half of his life and how I could, I could relate to that art in such a beautiful way. Because we, when we think of Freddie Mercury, we kind of think that we will rock you and we're yeah. champions. And uh-huh. But he has these beautiful songs like love of my life where it's more melodic. And he, he had such a, he was his sun sign was Virgo, which is the earth element. Okay. Which is feminine. And so in his his soul expression was truly that of a female or or feminine if you will. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and he had a a Sagittarius moon, so his soul was masculine in that way when he grew out his mustache and, and all, but in in our natal chart is is such a elaborate expression of who we are through the many planets in our chart say something different about us and when I realized that his chart really expressed the fact that he wasn't we're not just a man or a woman the elements in the zodiac really make us express these different archetypes within the the entirety of who we are yes not like we all have multi-personality disorder but in different i think we do yeah (laughs) i
0: think we're all archetypes that manifest at different times
1: right and in different different moon phases of our whole life you know it's like we we learn to express that and i think freddie mercury who lived only sadly 45 years in that mortal form though his music allows him to live on forever yeah, right. Which, it's beautiful that he had the opportunity to present himself in such a way.
0: Well, that, that, that actually is, that makes a lot of sense because um, you're able to connect musically to the vibration that he was putting out. So you, that's kind of how, you know, you're able to connect to his past life. <laughs> I mean, his life is right. past, but you're still able to connect to the vibration he was putting out Right. because and he's got this can. body of work. Yeah. Right.
1: And I, and I, I, Warmly welcome everyone who is listening to this to look into his solo career and, and to look into him as a person because he was such a gentle, kind-hearted soul. And and through Queen's music, the, the two most popular songs, well, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody is obviously just a... a I mean, this song, it, it still blows people away Sorry, to this day yeah. that someone created something so out there so had never been done before and I, I just feel like he should not be forgotten and and I, I feel so indebted to him to to try and express that same sort of lightness yet also the fire because he was a Leo rising like I am and and when your rising sign is what how you express yourself to the world. And that can differ from your sun sign. So you can be perceived as something different than you are, but I'm perceived as exactly as I am because my sun sign and my rising sign are the same. Okay. And, and so for example, Freddie's rising sign was Leo, but his sun sign was Virgo. So he's viewed differently than he Ah, really was. If that makes sense. It
0: does. It does. It, 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 I would be honest. I've never really had uh, any of this stuff explained to me. It just, I think people just assume that I know, and I don't.
1: <laughs> I said a long time ago, I do your chart, and I didn't because, just to clarify too for the listeners, I don't really have a, a service provided based on my knowledge. But I'm hoping eventually I will be able to do astrology readings. I just need. It's just with. Actually, this is a good point when your sun is conjunct your Mercury, that's actually a terrible thing because what it means is that you can't separate your intellectual self from your ego self. Oh. So everything I do intellectually is tied in with my ego. So it's like, it's like that pride of like, Oh, if I put it out there and it's not good enough, it's not, they're not going to like it. And I can't, I can't be wrong. I can't be bad when your Mercury is really far away from your sun, That means you can be, think objectively I can't think uh, objectively. So can't <laughs> I'm just being honest. but <laughs> I think that's something I, people, if you've never had your astrology chart looked at, there are plenty of websites where you can find it for free. It's just really cryptic, and they just give right. you little trees and signs, and you're looking at it, and you're overwhelmed. And,
0: right. But, you explain it so well. Maybe you'll get a, an overwhelming uh, request. Volume a big request to do them, and the...
1: I have more time now. At the, at the time when I really started getting into it, I was studying health studies at um, Bridgewater State University, and I, I just overwhelmed myself with schoolwork and all this information. And and now, now you're I, done. I can synthesize this information <laughs> now, not just have it floating around in my head like butterflies. Or... I
0: right, yeah, well, and, and and you should because you're so good at it. Thank like you. just the way you can explain like. I look at those things and it's just like, it's like, I don't even know. It, it doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> you know? It looks like a, some kind of, something to do with math is what they look like <laughs> to me. They look like some kind of graph and that's where my brain just turns right. off. And um, Holly, uh, my wife Holly, she does them. And, but she, the way she explains things is, she, it's she's really just direct and to the yeah. point. And I kind of need some flowery language to under yeah. my, my, my dumb male mind needs you to explain it a little simpler and you're really good at taking those complex the, the, the complex uh, I don't know my brain's gone blank the aspects and yeah it's difficult. into words
1: right because there's so many planets and then there's asteroids which the the main asteroid that will appear like so if you go to astro.com the asteroid Chiron, is the only one that appears in your chart and that asteroid sits at the same degrees as Freddie Mercury's sun sign. Okay. So that's why another reason when I when I saw that that it's at 11, 11 degrees Chiron. Ah. It, I mean Virgo, I it just all clicked that I just have this this past life key. Actually I have a book right in front of me called Chiron Healing Body and Soul and it and it goes into how that Asteroid is really indicative of your your past life. And I, th- I feel like if Chiron takes a long time to go through the signs So actually pretty much everyone in, in the few years before and after me have their uh, Chiron in Virgo as well. So it, it's okay, These these larger planets are we we share them with the people who are within our generation So for example, um Uranus and Neptune were conjunct in Capricorn for a good amount of time during my generation. So the lessons that these planets teach, teach throughout a generation. generation.
0: Whereas, oh, that's cool.
1: whereas Mercury is so fast moving that right now Mercury is actually already in Virgo while the sun's still in Leo. Uh. When I was born, Mercury was conjunct the sun in Leo. So Mercury has a very, very fast movement, and so doesn't Venus. And then as we go past Earth, Mars goes a little slower, and then as it goes out, it goes slower and slower. If that?
0: So, yeah, so that's why uh, we were talking right before. That's why, like, like you were, it's Mercury, it's, it's three times a year.
1: That it retrogrades, yes. That
0: retrogrades. And these other planets, they're so big that they're just going so slow that we don't notice...
1: Right, like Pluto's constantly retrograding. Pluto is, is in a constant state of retrograde. So, whereas Mercury is just so fast moving that... In,
0: it, we feel in, the pull. It right. almost makes waves.
1: Right, because yeah. there's only 88 days in a Mercury year to our 365 or sometimes 66. Right. And... And so within this earth year, we really feel that pull. And, and it's definitely the retrograde that you'll hear people who aren't generally interested in astrology, but have an awareness of it, say, Oh my God, Mercury's is <laughs> about to retrograde. And it is, it's about to retrograde August 30th,
0: August that, 30th.
1: Yes. And that's something I'd, I'd like to explain to you. If yeah. You let's, not.
0: you know what, let's break down the retrograde and maybe dispel. I think, I think a lot of, the uh, the chaos caused by Mercury retrograde is just from a lack of understanding.
1: It is definitely because we're, we're afraid we're afraid to face the dirtier parts of our lives, the things that need cleaning up, the things that don't work, the misfires or the the things that aren't calibrating properly in our lives. and Mercury retrograde, really points that out to us. It really puts its finger right on what's not working in your life. And it's telling you, you have to do something to fix this on an intellectual level. Right. And, and,
0: and what happens I think is on an emotional level, people say, well, this is why this is happening. I don't have to fix it. It's nothing I need to fix. It's just a mercury retrograde. Oh yeah. yeah. Yes.
1: Especially if a mercury retrograde happens in a sign like Scorpio, for example, I always go back to scorpio because i have a lot going on in scorpio (laughs) in my natal chart but um that's like such a dark sign but right this upcoming retrograde is going to be in virgo which is the sign one of two signs that is ruled by mercury the other planet i mean the other sign being gemini
0: okay so explain what that means so now that we're going to really be prepared for this upcoming Mercury Retrograde because we're going to know everything about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we are. I mean, I'm going to try my best to really help people get through this because it is scary. It is scary when the the things that aren't working in our life really shove themselves at us and are, and are begging to be fixed. Like a, a thirsty dog that lives you know, on the streets is begging you, just fix me, help me.
0: Right. So now explain it to me. Like you're talking to a, a five year old because it, you are. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I know there's, there's so much to learn about. <laughs> and, and I think a lot of people, I think I think a lot of people assume they know, and then when you, they, it's just there's a lot to it.
1: There is, and especially when a, a retrograde happens within the natural ruler of the planet, it, it really this. So Virgo is the mutable earth sign of the zodiac, meaning that the the symbolism of Virgo is either the virgin or the harvester. So that has a lot to do with collecting the material resources of our lives. So with this upcoming Mercury retrograde, it's really asking us to clean the more material planes of our life. So it's kind of, it's a little more literal. It's not so much an emotional retrograde it's more we have to look at what's dirty in our lives what really needs cleaning or harvesting that we've just been allowing to collect and we're not harvesting as we enter the harvest season we really need to consider what can we collect in our lives and and clean up or even throw away that's not that's not working anymore that's a
0: cool way to look at it so the, the, as as a harvest you've collect through the year you've collected all these things just like a plant collects these yep. fruits and then now you gotta either use them or give them away or
1: right they might be rotted it might yeah. not be working for you anymore so you yeah. have to get rid of it and, and that's something we're really scared of a lot of the time we just allow things to get moldy and, and, and gross and, and we don't want to clean it up because that means touching it that means having to work with it and it might be in the form of a relationship but it also might be in the form of dirty dishes in your bedroom or you know it's it's really a matter of with virgo it's very material because it's an earth sign and with this mutable nature of virgo it it'll it'll be an agreeable time It, it it will be a little easier than other mercury retrogrades fortunately because it's just it's asking us what do you What do you need to clean up in your life?
0: Well, that's it's almost it's good that we're gonna all together go into this Mercury retrograde. That's going to be an easier Mercury retrograde. It is. Because then you get some practice when it's a little easier, so that the next time when it's a little bit harsher circumstances, we've already been through it once.
1: Right. And right. Succeeded. And, yes, and and I'm I'm really sensing that right now the Sun is making a lot of nice aspects to. Um, Uranus and Aries and the sun and and Leo and and we're really as a collective consciousness really understanding the need to individually soul search and find these things within our individual selves because Aries and Leo are probably the most ego-based signs of the zodiac but with that being such a large influence on the entire planet a lot of people are really saying what do I individually have to do to contribute to the collective nature of it all. And then Mercury is going to help us again, just kind of clean up just individually. You know, you have to help yourself first before you can help other people.
0: Now, what what is, what is the retrograde going to make us feel like? Why, why do we always feel so crazy when we should be getting these lessons? Like what can we expect to feel like on the 30th and that for that phase?
1: That they, the, especially, they call it the shadow period, the first few days before. So the shadow period's pretty much already beginning. So we start to feel like things are a little sluggish. Things are going a little slower. You might feel like you're never on time to anything, or you like you really made an effort to be on time, but you're still, you get caught in traffic jams. And it feels like even though you really want to you make a change, You you feel a little stagnant at first, like it's like that first step is always the most difficult step towards making a big difference in your life.
0: Yeah, you may, and you you think you're gonna make this big change, and then you make it, and it's like, oh, that was what all it was.
1: Right, right, exactly. (laughs) It's that that first step is always the most difficult one, and I'm I'm really, you know, I actually just bought a a book, the the life changing magic of tidying up. Have you ever heard of that?
0: I haven't. Who's it by?
1: Um, I can't remember her name, but she's Japanese, and then it's called the KonMari method, and and that's perfect for this upcoming Mercury Retrograde, because it's going to allow me to clean up the more literal mess of my life, and I, cool. I think it's so, at first, we're really gonna feel like, oh, like a a teenage kid who just got told by his mom like you have to clean your room or you're gonna be grounded for the next week right <laughs> and you, you can't go anywhere and and so
0: and you're like she doesn't understand me this is my friction but then once you clean it you're like oh man that's so much better
1: right Like <laughs> why didn't I clean my room when she told me the first time that's what it's gonna feel like <laughs> okay.
0: okay well that's good now we can expect it
1: yeah yeah Yeah, so I hope everyone listen to your mother or whatever whatever figure (laughs) in your life that a role model for you is telling you just do it. That's what Mercury is kind of trying to tell us. Well, Mercury is also a mischief maker, too, though. So he kind of picks and pokes at you and wants you to kind of feel bad about yourself sometimes. (laughs) Where um, Saturn just left retrograde, actually. Saturn spent a good amount of months. Now now explain.
0: Explain now. This is good. This is good because this is something that's just ended. So tell us what we might have been feeling, so we can go back and go yes, and then next time we'll.
1: So yeah. So Saturn was retrograding from Scorpio in between Sagittarius, so it was kind of spending this little time where it kind of waved in between the two signs for a little bit. So Sagittarius is actually um, really loves being in um sad actually no i take that back saturn can really learn from sagittarius is what i meant because saturn's naturally ruled by capricorn which is the sign right next to sagittarius so Mm -hmm. those lessons kind of get it's it's a little harder so it's the more you have to learn from higher powers where so for example saturn and sagittarius with all this political mumbo jumbo going (laughs) on when it was retrograding Sagittarius kind of symbolizes the teachers in our life and when it was retrograding we were looking at this political view of are these the people that are going to teach the future generations of our lives right and and so we were really looking at situations where higher systems of power just aren't working anymore so it just felt like this drudgery of do, how do we possibly learn from these people when they can't even think for themselves.
0: So what's a period more of, of working things out in your head um, or even up higher than that? <laughs> you
1: know? Kind of up, higher up than that. Like the, the moral figures of our life. Saturn is the greater, malefic of our chart so it teaches us kind of the 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 almost demonic lessons of our life the really dark and 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 difficult lessons that we don't want to face either and astrology is not all it's not your daily horoscope for today no
0: no. and it shouldn't be because you gotta you've got to address those darker sides so so you're so so maybe during these periods we're looking for mentors and we're looking for teachers and we're looking for someone to call us to the higher and then when we we don't find it that's when we tend to start getting frustrated.
1: Thank you for putting that into words Mark because okay. that's exactly what I was trying to say. I'm so happy you understand me. I swear okay. we're so simple <laughs> I was tiptoeing all over it and you hit the nail on the head.
0: Okay no I'm, on, I'm, I'm coming to understand it myself, so that's why.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Seriously, it, because Sagittarius is, that's exactly it. It's the, the teachers in our lives. And whereas when it was in Scorpio, that's kind of the death and, and, and the, this, the regeneration, a, a recreation. So we were struggling in between, how do I regenerate? How do we fix this and, and, and kill and destroy what's not working but yet we're watching over and over again these people rising to power who have no clue, and and it's just it was this push and pull, and now that we're out of it, I mean we still don't know what's going to happen come right. November.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> it's just still terrifying. Well, and now think, we're
0: going into a Mercury retrograde, so now what are we gonna, what are we gonna experience?
1: I think I think people, hopefully like I said before, kind of going to take it on a bit more of an individual level where they can't even bear to look on the outside anymore, where the media is just taking us down and just making us feel so bad about what's happening that maybe we'll turn off the TV and, and maybe we'll go to our room and organize our clothes and, and clean dishes that need to be cleaned more often. Like don't leave them out and, and I know that sounds really simple because sometimes we're looking for like you will find the love of your life or you will, you know, astrology isn't always that. Sometimes it's just asking you, can you just simplify your life a little bit?
0: No, it's, it's perfect. It makes perfect sense because it's like we go from looking for these people and being disappointed that they're not who we want them to be to now turning and looking within and saying, all right, well, what, how can I arrange my life and what can I clean up out of my life so that I can become that person and that I don't need that person and that, and, and, and operate. And okay, well, those aren't the people that are going to do that for me. So turning away from that to kind of like create your own. Right.
1: Kind of becoming our own guru in a way, creating our own belief system that we don't have to look to these, I mean, my heart broke when Bernie Sanders dropped out of the race, <laughs> obviously. And know. so now I'm just really hoping that, you know, like me, people are just going to start looking. Just look at yourself before you start pointing fingers. And that's so tough when people put themselves out there. But It's and, so and easy to... to judge when someone puts themselves right there for you to judge.
0: You're giving me like... Uh cathartic moment after cathartic moment so, so i apologize if i keep interrupting you to so so i just want to so we're, we're there's going to be this so right now we're going to feel this pull and the, the lesson is we need a clean in order to start to be our own guru we've got to get rid of the shit that's stopping us from doing that yeah these uh, these belief systems and if we don't do that that's when the mercury retrograde is going to wreak havoc
1: Oh, yes, definitely. And I, and that's exactly it. For those who just do not even remotely acknowledge the fact that the cosmos have this grand influence on us, they might feel chaotic as, as, as the most because it's such an obvious retrograde within its ruling sign that it might, for those who really just don't even remotely just close a, completely off to any idea of that having an influence on them, they might... Feel the messiest they've ever felt. They might feel like you know things are just going to keep accumulating even more so, or or something might even like their computer might just break on them finally after never ever doing a virus scan or you know right. And I. It's those
0: moments. So you've got to be so you can actually surf the retrogrades if you just listen
1: to them. Right. Exactly. And and I've I've noticed profound changes in my life and and I I will tell you again that day October 23rd 2014 when you know again I'm going to go back to Scorpio because Scorpio is the eighth house of death and of regeneration and and we're scared of the fact that sometimes the zodiac tells us that things are scary and dark and and death is inevitable in life and that's a part of your chart and you have to regenerate yourself and really change yourself to To make shit happen in your yeah, life. Yeah. And that people, a lot of people don't want to deal with that. They think it's all, it's all fun. And I, I think that's something I listened to your previous podcasts and you touched upon that, you know, we, we have all these motivational speakers nowadays that just want you to believe that life is, it's just, just the power of positivity is going right, to change. Right. It's, that's not true. It's there's Eastern Philosophy is something I really have taken so much from, and in, in the idea that the the divine feminine, the darker parts of our life, really teach us. And that's, I guess, too, going back to Freddie Mercury, I, I learned that he had such femininity, such darkness in his life that we don't we don't like to address it like that as a general public. We like to think people are just the gender they're prescribed and that's that and a man can't want to wear tight clothes and eyeliner and but now but we're really we're really really shifting towards knowing that that is not the viewpoint anymore and 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 freddie didn't get to experience that in his lifetime and that's why i feel i indebted to him to let his soul know that we respect him or i i respect him and i and i want to help create more people who truly view him as as a beautiful artist, despite what he endured in his lifetime and and, and suffered from and ultimately brought him to the ethers.
0: Right. Well, look at the example he sets uh, just by based on what you said, where where it's not just about reading the book you know and, mm-hmm. and while, while you've taken so much from eastern philosophy it's because you've actually put it into play it's not just about reading the book it's not just about posting a meme on your instagram page right but it's about actually embodying it and if you look at freddie mercury uh he actually those were he actually did it
1: you know, right exactly this guy that
0: did it he what he had he overcame the fear of what how he was going to be perceived and he embodied these things
1: right it's, it's funny you say he just went for it because I just it, he said exactly that. Just go for it in a, in a note to his goddaughter that was who was only like three years old at the time that he wrote the note. But now, however old she is now in her 30s or 40s, even she can look back and say, well, he did just do it. Uh-huh. He he did just go for it. And that's something that I'm I'm learning still as someone who doesn't really have a platform like your your other guests have had, like tarot readings to provide or astrology chart or you know goods and services but the
0: just you do provide a service though by just being you right, just, putting, thank you. just that's... putting just your vibe is a service
1: thank you and that's... everybody's
0: vibe should be a service
1: exactly and that's what i want i want people to start looking at the cosmos a bit more and saying like service yourself by by listening to what these planets are trying to tell you they're they're speaking to us they're they're doing this intricate dance and making relationships with each other. And, and, and if you're not a part of that dance, then you're just going to trip and they're just going to go right over you. <laughs> yeah, they're they not, don't care. You don't
0: exist to them.
1: Right. <laughs> so it's go just, ahead and
0: fight it. They don't care.
1: You know, that, <laughs> that idea of a, what is it? A benevolent God. It's not so much that it's that whoever that God is, you know, people say when, when people die in your life, how could there be a, an all-loving, benevolent God, it's like, well, he's, whatever is going on, whatever that cosmic connection is, it's, of course it's going to trample on you on, at times mm-hmm. and it, it's, it's going to make you feel like shit about yourself because how else are you going to change and learn unless you go through this metamorphosis again and again and again. And it's scary, but you know, as, as young as I am, I'm, I'm really hoping that throughout my life I can, I can, Synthesize this and, and help people to understand that. Don't let the universe trample on you. Be a part of the dance.
0: Well, think about it. This is just occurring to me too. <laughs> the universe, the, the, the sheer size and mass of the universe that it's in motion. These things are in motion, and they're if they they couldn't stop if they wanted to stop these things that right. are happening. So you can't control those things because just the laws of physics won't allow you to control those things. So you have to realize that that's just the landscape that stuff is happening whether you want it to or not. So be aware of it. And now you can kind of Bob and weave and dodge and go up and under and over and around and not have it affect your life so much.
1: Right. Negatively anyway. So even I'm sure anyone who's listening must have a general belief at astrology in this point, but it's like, even if you don't, you can't deny that this, this chart that, that moves and moves and moves is, is based on a real science, a science that at one point was so appreciated and, and, you know, Galileo and, and all those yeah. greats that, that we don't really consider in the public eye anymore. That well,
0: astronomy is kind of pushed to a <laughs> push
1: right, the way. Yeah. Right. Not having, you know, nearly the funding it should, or it's, it's devastating. In a way, but, but we can look back at, at, at the work that these incredible people have have created and laid out for us and and really work with it because yeah. it's, not, it's not a lost art. I just wish the sky was as dark as it was back then so we could even see the stars. <laughs> I
0: know, I know, it's tough.
1: You know, imagine like back then when you could really see the stars and you Mm -hmm. could, you could genuinely study them and see the planet through a telescope. It's in a way, it's like we, we dumb ourselves down. Like we, we think we're so advanced with all this technology that we have, but we're really, we're not looking at what's right in front of us. We're just searching for the next code that might, you know, solve the national debt. It's, it's, I mean, that's really a stretch, but I, you know... We're... No, it's, it's
0: it's not. We're looking for those... Thi- we're, I, mo- I think most people are just looking for that key that they can turn and suddenly their life is better. And it's just, that doesn't exist. The key is ever... You're always turning the key in hey, the moment.
1: Just look what's right in front of you. And I, I feel like if you look at the chart of the moment, it's kind of allowing you to say, this is what's happening right now. And, and you, can, you can start... And begin to work with it, instead of just denying that it even exists. Because we, when you can't physically see something, even though it might be right in front of you, it, it's tough to make sense of that idea. Right. Yeah. That it, it's this, it, and it's about intuition too, and, and really trusting that there's some things that aren't going to be able to be described.
0: I think through that. I think that intuition, whether people realize it or not, is just – intuition is just the way you're able to tune into the natural – I think it is astrology, (laughs) whether you know it or not, because intuition is becoming in tune with just the gravity.
1: It is the gravity. Yeah. (laughs) It, It keeps us afloat. I mean, we are a part of the cosmic dance. There's no denying that we you are on planet Earth right now, star seeds like you are here. Uh-huh. Do something about it.
0: You're here and there are other planets all across the universe that are also in motion and those motions are having consequences.
1: Yes yes and, and, and actually speaking of which Neptune is in Pisces right now, which is natural ruler of um, Neptune. Okay. And, and so that's asking us to really look at the, the dreamy parts of our life, the more ethereal, the more out there. And I think we're, as a general collective, again, we're kind of accepting the more dreamy states of our lives so that we can look out and, and, and dream something and, and, and will it into an existence if, if we truly dream, you know, if don't dream it, be it, but almost like you have to dream it first. Right. You, you, you really have to imagine what it would be like to reach that state. And Neptune in Pisces is really asking us, really dream the, the look and, and, and desire and and hope and wish. There's nothing wrong with that. And I think right. I think we were in a point a few years back where we were really told that it's not okay to to wish and, and and things are literal but now we're again kind of gravitating and we might move back into a phase where people are much more literal but i'm, I'm hoping too that that the general collective is is accepting their dreams and, and and hoping to will them into existence well i think
0: i think as long as people like you are able to explain this stuff because it, it will happen more because like it's making so much sense right now because it's like all right here's this period of time where Dream, wish, visualize, live in your dreams. Think about how you can make your dreams real, and then we're going to move into this retrograde. And now it's now you've you've had this time to dream. Now, how are you going to make that real? The only way you can make that real is if you cut some of the other stuff out. So now let's start cutting the stuff that doesn't support that dream.
1: Yes, exactly. You get me, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs>
0: I don't know. It took me a little while to uh, to figure it out myself. It's, it's a lot. It, it's a lot. It's really complicated. It
1: is. It is. And that's why I don't really provide this as a service quite yet, because I'm still making sense of it all, because there's so much to learn, especially when you get to the, the asteroid belt is incredible in the the sheer mass of some of these asteroids. Of course, they'd have an influence on, ourselves as well because some of them are just as large or even larger than you know mercury or it's it's incredible that this this mass and this gravity exists in our universe and and what we can learn from just learning <laughs> learning right, from right. learning it <laughs> sounds ridiculous but because because what learning takes is sitting down and being still and, and reading and, and a lot of people, especially if, for example, if you have a lot, a lot of fire going on in your astrology chart, which I actually don't, I'm a, I'm a Leo sun and my Mercury's in Leo, but otherwise no other fire. Okay. So I, I can, I have a lot of earth and water so I can really sit and, 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 and be still where someone with a lot of fire feels like they always have to be Going, going, going. So a lot of those people actually don't have interest in the esoteric or the, the more um, dreamy parts of life because they, they just want to do and they just want to be an athlete or it really, really pursue their passion so much so that they, they might be a little… Well, learning, you
0: have to learning, you have to open yourself up to admitting you were wrong.
1: Right <laughs> you know,
0: about something right. And, and I was fires wrong about ego that too yeah
1: you go too so a lot of I mean I'm, I'm not trying to fire signs are incredible but I'm just giving the example of why people with certain elements in their chart might not be as likely to embrace astrology or the more esoteric belief systems or someone with a lot of water it's really easy for them to just kind of like sit and flow and like Holly, for example, is a Pisces, and she just gets it. She just flows with it, where someone like an Aries, who's the sign right next to it, might be more literal and, like, I just need to do this to get it. I can't just sit and embrace the the moment.
0: Right. Right.
1: So, and I kind of just jumped right to Holly. but no, that's, that's okay. That's... The listeners don't know. That's okay. I <laughs> think everyone
0: know. knows who she is by now.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I know you, you don't, you say you don't offer any services, but like, I, I really think that if this is really like striking a chord with some, like maybe I'm going maybe I shouldn't say this, maybe you don't want me to say this, but I think people should like, should send you a DM at Tessa Mercury yeah. on Instagram. And I think like, I think it would be such a valuable service. To get a natal chart from you, and then like an hour-long Skype call where you explain that natal chart because it's like yeah. you, just this hour we've talked, you've enlightened me so much.
1: Well, thank you. And, and you know, if someone really feels, I think I would love to answer particular questions.
0: Don't have, don't it, take advantage. Don't call and say, "Do this for me." If you're interested <laughs> in a natal chart and you are willing to. Pay for Tessa's time. Send her a DM. <laughs> but if you just want to ask, 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 ask. Uh, don't don't do that. I mean, come on. Let's have right. respect for each other.
1: Right. And I'm not I'm not gonna ask for money for the time being. But I, I hope to do more research and, and at least I'll,
0: respect your time.
1: Right. Right. Because I I did put a call out there about six months back now where I said, oh I'll I'll do your whole chart for you for free, and I was graduating from college at the time and it was a terrible time to put that out there because I was also in um, the vagina monologues at school which was an amazing energy wise the the woman who were in that play was that was great for so healing at the time but anyway I was I was healing through that and I didn't have any time to provide that energy to other people because I was just taking it all in for myself and, and and really embracing the fact like I'm done I, this is it. I have two more papers to write in and I'm done. <laughs> and, but now I, I do welcome it. If anyone has any questions or, or would like like a full chart analysis, I just ask that you just follow me and, and get to know me. I, 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 I want to get to know the people of this cosmic dance a little better. And that's why I'm, I'm doing this podcast. That's important.
0: It's important to get to know somebody um, instead of just like, fire a, a direct message at somebody that you don't know saying, Hey, read my cards. <laughs> you know? right. and I'm and It's sure like, who that. are you? Oh yeah. I don't want to complain because the people who follow me are great, but
1: yeah, definitely. some, some,
0: some etiquette would be nice once in a while.
1: I know. It's, so, I mean, and again, too, you don't have to become my best friend by any means. Just say, hi, I, I, I was interested in what you were talking about and, if you like your son is in a certain house, because it's just such an, an elaborate process. So like, especially if you have questions about how the houses work or how the rising sign dictates where the houses are, I'm more than happy to try and explain that to you because I, I did one really thorough analysis for our friend, Jess, uh-huh. who, and um, that, that was really the moment where it all clicked for me that I, I kind of get the format of how to really do an analysis now. So I I will, I will help people who, you know, if someone's willing to ask for help, I feel like they should be. If they do it in a way that is sincere and kind, I'm, I'm more than happy to to answer questions and, and help people because it's sometimes like my, my moon is squaring my sun, and, and it's it makes that my personality difficult to understand sometimes. And I think that's why people get so scared of astrology is because they realize that we're so complex and there's certain parts of ourselves that totally don't agree. Like how Mars, for example, is how we fight might totally disagree with Venus, how you love. And it's like, you're always, you feel like you're punching yourself in the face, trying to get through life, but that's right. because there's something, there's something else going on in the chart that hopefully is going to help you a, a really unless you have some really bad karmic debt that is just put the planets and all these lousy <laughs> signs for you. But usually not. Usually there's this like, um, for example, Jess and, and your wife Holly have this beautiful conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn and their natal charts that really makes that, that generation in particular s- such great teachers. Like we have so much to learn from those people. And, and so we might, we might find these conjunctions and these relationships in the planets that help us help ourselves. And, and I'll be glad to help you too. <laughs>
0: right. Absolutely. <laughs> you, you, but let me, I'm going to rephrase what I said. Not if you're not willing to spend money. I like, I like to say that because that's how you know someone's serious when they're right. willing to give their money. But this is such a personal and in-depth thing that if someone's going to contact you, I would like them to contact you, Because they're looking to make changes. I don't, like, this shouldn't be something that you get as your excuses, and this is why I am the way I am. You should get this to say, this is the way I am, and now I can use this information to change who I am for the better.
1: Right. Like, for example, having the, again, the Scorpio moon, it's like I'm what they call an ambivert, like that person that's in between introverted and extroverted. That it's like, you, you have to do something with that, whatever, however your personality or however your your deeper feelings or your ways of wanting to fight in this world express themselves. You you have to synthesize. And, and if, if it squares or doesn't even make any sort of relationship, you have to kind of synthesize it and say, well, what can I what's the next step towards, for example, taking my really introverted moon and and allowing that to be expressed through my the the ruler of the sun sign, Leo, my son. It, it it gets really complex.
0: But you can also use it to kind of combat guilt because like for myself as a um, – this is why I need to get a, a natal chart done by you uh, is because like as an introverted person, you could say, well, that's just what my charts say. I'm just, I'm just introverted. But now you can – instead of doing that, you can say, all right, well, I don't have to feel guilty that I am the way I am. It's just I science. You- and now that I know I'm this way, I have to take these extra steps to put myself out there. That other people right. don't have to do.
1: Right. Exactly. And and we can we can really learn from how we express our personality. And if that's introverted, there is a purpose to that. You are you are probably not meant to be, you know, this party going, you know, out about town man. Like that's that's not your life purpose. And and we get pressured by society to fill a certain image of what we're expected to be, but whatever the cosmos dictate, that's, what's going to take precedent. It's, they're they're just, and you're going to find you're going to, you know, especially once you, if you do move into it and, and, and start paying attention, just even a little bit more, you'll, you'll see that they really this dance that continues on and on and on really plays with your natal chart that and that's really where the magic happens is where you realize how this is affecting the that one breath that that first breath that really told you you were a part of this dance and how you can look back and see how the current planets are aspecting that chart and how you're going to learn from what the dance continues how it continues and how it still affects you that the conscious being
0: But first you have to realize you're at a dance.
1: Right, right. and a lot of people don't even want to pay attention to that. They just want to look down and play Pokemon Go or whatever is trending at the time.
0: Yeah, whatever, takes your mind off the fact that you're really in the dance.
1: Right.
0: That's beautiful. This is beautiful. This is very, I feel like I'm going to go out and live life.
1: Thank you. (laughs) Thank You thank you. It took a long, you know, I, well, you know, I'm 22, freshly 22 years old. You were very
0: old, 22.
1: Right. And I I just feel like that, again, the, the Chiron, that, that wounded healer in my chart, like really asks me to tell the universe, like, find a figure, find someone who, who really gets you, even if you don't even remotely know them and you'll never meet them. But for whatever reason, Freddie Mercury gets me. Yeah. He embraces me he says it's okay to love me the way you love me and 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 find someone a lot of people you know look to like when the last podcast Ram Das is an, uh-huh. an incredible person that people can look to and it doesn't it doesn't have to be someone like him too who's who's spiritual. Like him someone like the, Freddie Mercury's a rock star really right but but he has so much to offer uh, spiritually as well especially you know, I'm only touching upon this at the very end, but he was born in Zanzibar, which is in Africa, and was of Parsi descent, which is um, Zoroastrian Persians who escaped to India. You know, we, we all have this grand history, right, and, and right. That's litera- that can be literal, too, our, our ancestral history. And, and we can learn so much from the ancestors of other people as well. And, and, and just learn, learn about people, learn, find someone that you can learn from and really look at their life story. And, and it, for me, it's Freddie Mercury, but for you, it might be Frederick. It could be anybody. It could be,
0: but th- that's, it's, that's what's so like that we. it's so easy to, to find somebody and be like, I want what they have. Like, like, like I want to be what they have. And I want to do that. And then when you start looking into the history, you're like, oh man, that was a lot of work to get to that point. If I want to be that, I have to do that work too. I can't just be that. That, that person sacrificed and like was like ate top ramen for dinner, (laughs) you know, and went through the, through the. The shit and did the things that it took to eventually become that, that you can't just say, I want to be that and be that. You can say, I want to be that and be that, but only after you do the work to become that.
1: Right. And that's, I found the person that really is helping me understand that. And I hope this inspires people to find whoever that person may be for them, because there's a, there's a certain someone or something or an entity or a culture that might not be your own, but really, really... Calls to you and and asks you look at me and 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 finds me and embrace me (laughs) like a lover almost you know in its own way.
0: It's a it's a weird feeling when there's someone that you've never met and who's never met you and you go I know you get me.
1: Right.
0: Even someone who's not even alive and you know they get you
1: exactly that's that's where I'm at right now and it's like this whoever your spirit guide is or whoever really teaches you without having to literally teach you is a profound influence to have in your life because it, it allows your intuitive processes to just go pew, pew <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, with all these sparks start flying and, and I'm getting there and I hope eventually to be able to provide a, a service that's um, a, a cost worthy service. But for now I am more than happy to help people with whatever questions they might have about spirit guides or past life feelings and how that might be playing out in their chart or so just shoot me a message at Tessa Mercury on Instagram and, and I will I'll definitely engage with you I'll yeah. be more than happy.
0: That's awesome because I I love the the idea of like this of a community and different people in the community with different talents and different gifts and I mean that's what synergy is is it's like all these different people with a singular goal but each doing their own individual work.
1: Right, the the light within you honors the light within me. You know, Namaste. It's it's it becomes cliche in, in our times where people say over and over. But it's so mm-hmm. we're all we're all on on the same journey. We're all on our way home.
0: And it's about mutual respect as well, because I will oh, respect yeah. you if you respect. Let's respect each other. <laughs> you know,
1: definitely. It, yeah, and I think we're finding that more and more, I even do too. though. Even though sometimes the media wants us to really believe otherwise, it's we have to kind of quiet our minds and again with this upcoming Mercury retrograde, just really take time to yourself to really clean up and, and fix what doesn't work anymore.
0: Yes, I'm going to clean up the tarot hut. <laughs> <This> <laughs> oh
1: Mercury man.
0: retrograde.
1: <laughs> You'll get it done. You will get it done. Because I can only imagine <laughs> kombucha everywhere.
0: Oh, the, it's a mess right now. Um, I gotta. I've got. Yeah. Well, I've been really busy. So you know.
1: <laughs> that's what. It, that's what exactly what happens for all of us. It yep. just collects and it collects and eventually we have to harvest. And that's what Virgo's going to ask us. Just it's, it's the harvest season. Just so get your sick sickle. Is that what it's called? Cyclical? Out. Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't know where I was going Sickle. Sickle. Thank you. Just get that out and just like get the hay and just pull it (laughs) towards you and and do something with your life.
0: And then feed it to the livestock who's been doing all the hard work.
1: Right. Exactly. I love it. Help others by helping yourself.
0: I love it. Well, this, I think this is, would you have anything, uh, anything else that you want to touch upon that we didn't touch upon? Because I'm just loving where we're at right now.
1: I, I just think it's so important for people to to input their own astrology chart and even if it looks really cryptic and scary at first just kind of gently move into it and, and look and say well say your Mercury's in Capricorn look Google that Google we've, we've used this term before the Google Oracle yes Google is your friend Google wants you to use it now you're
0: making me feel bad because i've been waiting for you to do my chart and i should just go do it myself
1: <laughs> mark i will gladly do your I chart want,
0: you. i want i want your your voice but i could do it myself
1: right but some, <laughs> some of us don't have like i have planets and, and signs like having my sun in leo and my mercury in leo makes me a very expressive out there person even though at times i'm super introverted when it comes to my emotions but so some someone who might have a super like that Mercury and Capricorn, for example, person might really think really based on money and, and material possession and the, the intellectual like math and all that just doesn't come to them. And they can't think in terms of astrology because they're just trying to think, well, do I have enough money saved up right. for my next bill cycle? Because right. they're they're preoccupied. Capricorns are typically kind of preoccupied with money and material possession. But, you know. It, there's We can be our own teachers, and I just want people to to see through me and, and the fact that I'm not here. I mean, of course, if you have a product and you have something to put out, of course, promote yourself. And this is an incredible platform to, to really express what people do as far as providing a service. But you can provide services to yourself and, and really take care of yourself and, and learn by just sitting down and, and getting through the nitty-gritty moments of like, oh, my God, like, really, does that does that really happen when Mercury retrogrades and, and, you, and you start to really understand and synthesize that? Yes, it does. And especially through the different, again, the cosmic dance, the motions and motions and everyone's chart is so different. So it's kind of important for individuals to try and, and, and learn for themselves. I feel, you
0: know, maybe I've just been waiting for you to do it for me because I just haven't really had the the fire or the interest or the right. understanding of it. And the, and after talking to you now, it's like, all right, well, I'm not going to wait for you. I'm going to do my own because now I'm actually interested in it. You've put it in such a way right. that it's like, oh, now it makes sense. Now I want to go do it. Now I actually can go do through the Google Oracle. I could do it and start looking things up because now you've put it into a way that I actually like put myself as a planet and just imagine these things going on around me. Right. And now as I look into it more, it's just going to all make sense.
1: Right. And, and, and that's, and I, I'm, again, I'm more than happy to help you with questions and, and I will do a chart analysis for you because I, I'm, I'm genuinely curious. It's just, we go through waves in our life where we get a lot more busy than I am right now.
0: No, no, I don't, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm supposed to do it on my own. It just took me to under actually understanding what it all means and talking to you to go do it. So like, don't feel pressure, <laughs> don't feel right, pressure well, at all. Well, no, really you. don't. I, 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 uh. I'm, I'm like totally excited now. I'm going to end this call. Right. I'm going to start uh, Googling stuff.
1: Yeah, well, go go right ahead. And anyone who's listening up to this point, please do the same. And again, I will help you. I, I am more than happy to help you understand. But it's we are our own best teacher in the end. So no matter what you're learning, it's until you actually – the best way to teach yourself is by actually doing something. Yes. And that that's such a truth that I hope these – listeners will start to embrace in their lives
0: well you're definitely going to hear from me i'm gonna i'm gonna try to do as much as i can on my own but i'm going to be reaching out to you and asking you when, I get, stumped, when I get stumped it's tough it's so my but
1: it's beautiful the most beautiful things in life tend to be really complex and, and hard
0: <laughs> yeah yeah but you're a great teacher so i hope that you continue on uh if not this path teaching something
1: yeah yeah, and I hope this is this is really going to be the fire under my butt to to really make some changes to make that happen.
0: It is. Tessa Mercury is going to be the next household
1: name. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Mark. Oh my gosh! If only we will see, and I hope I hope Freddie will be there with me, whether I, I include him in my art explicitly or just through the, the subtle embracing of his nature yeah. either way he's he's going to be whispering in my ear what to do and and how to do it and 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 it's not like i literally hear his voice i just feel his essence well i do feel like I,
0: he needs you to uh give him credit all the way through i think you've done a pretty good job of honoring freddie mercury and and the way you'll honor him now is to just continue on living that way
1: yeah i will and and i and i hope everyone kind of finds that person too that really that really em- embraces them for who they are. Even if it's not literal, it's just this relationship you share with the energy that you omit. And, and, and then, like you said, it's, you have to walk your journey alone. Ultimately we all are, but at the same time together, it's such a yeah. complex, yeah. such a <laughs> complex concept.
0: Yeah. But it's really hard. It's it
1: really
0: together, hard. got to yeah, yep. exactly, and you have to realize that in being in it together, we are individually, and so we've got to t- take care of our own shit, so that every we're not putting extra burdens on other people taking care of their shit, so that when we are working together, we're actually working together.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Right on, right on.
1: This it's has been okay, beautiful. This has
0: been beautiful. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you for, for uh... providing the platform. It's the the offer was out there, and I and I took it, and I'm I'm very happy. <laughs> oh, me too. You too. <laughs> When my ramblin' days are over and my gambling days are through when my ramblin' days are over and my gambling days are through. If you tell me that you love me, I'll be coming back to you.